it is time now to focus on the automakers. Such a competitive space. So much news constantly. And it's our 360 round. Kevin Riley's with us, managing partner, Exponential Investment Partners. And David Wiston's with us, equity strategist, U.S. Autos and Morningstar. Thank you both for being here. So, Kevin, well, we did get... Tesla's numbers, right? Those deliveries came in about 20,000 short, but it was a record. Um, we've had analysts say it's just a bump in the road. Others very worried. Where do you stand on the Tesla story, Kevin? Well, I think the real issue here is it was simply a delivery issue. Uh, they made the models. They just couldn't get them pushed out to the network. And I, I think that's just a minor bump in the road. I mean, the real story with Tesla here is, you know, they're still best in show. They've got four models and, and they're clearly the best uh, electric car producer in the world. Um, the stock is another matter. I mean, the stock is under pressure again today, down almost 6%. And that's obviously because, you know, the fear is that uh, Musk is going to have to sell more Tesla shares to fund the Twitter acquisition, which look, looks like it's going through. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, but it's certainly an interesting opportunity on the stock. I mean, the stock hit a 30 RSI the other day, so it is very oversold. So uh, we got strong support down around the 210-ish range. So this could be an interesting opportunity to get into the stock. Yeah, just this week alone, it's down almost 12% and sitting at a level of 232. So to your point, it really has sold off dramatically in just a few days of this week. Tell me, David, your thoughts on Tesla in particular and maybe broaden it out to the other names in the group. Is Tesla the leader and how will the others, if, if Tesla's the leader, catch up? Yeah, I'll, I'll just quick disclaimer. I covered Tesla for seven years, but I no longer uh, personally cover it. It's... um. Obviously, it's it's the EV leader and EV sales in the U.S. market share wise are uh, they've about doubled this year. Two about two thirds of that increase is from the uh, uh, Model Y and Model Three, so they still have tons of momentum. And as Kevin was saying, it's like everything else; it's, it's a lot of supply issues, and just can you make cars um, fast enough to meet demand? Uh, the entire auto industry is struggling with that, which has got all sorts of ramifications. All of which, of course, comes back to the chip shortage. And now, of course, we've got higher interest rates and, the, and a lot of fear of a recession. But auto sales, honestly, have been in a severe recession uh, for quite a while now because of the chip shortage. So the industry's I'm not saying recession is good for the auto industry, but it, the industry has never been better positioned to go into a recession, in my opinion, than it is right now. Right. Understood. And Kevin, you were taking a look at some of the other names. You were talking about GM and Rivian and Porsche. Where do they stand in the competition? Well, GM's got seven models now of electrics, and the interesting advantage that GM has over the other players is they've got all of their internal combustion engine products that they can produce, and those are obviously um, profitable vehicles for them. I don't know what GM's current profit position is on, on the electric models. I don't know if they're actually making money on those things or not. But what they have that Tesla doesn't have is they can make money on all their pickup trucks and whatnot, their gas-powered trucks where they make all the money at. So they've got a really interesting future ahead of them. If they can, uh, uh, you know, if those electric models are, are anywhere near as good as some of the Tesla products are, they could really have a strong future. And then on a few more, I mean, Rivian just announced that they're gonna meet their 25,000 unit production goal. I think it was yesterday they, they announced that. So that was positive. Um, that's supposed to be one heck of a truck from what I understand. And then on, if you can trade on the European markets, the Porsche IPO was very interesting recently. I think it came out about 70 euros or so. It's down to 
60 euros or 58 or something like that right now. So we want to trade on the European markets. Uh, that's an interesting play there too. Yeah, and before I let you go, um, Kevin, just tell me, so you would buy Tesla here today. You talked about all the interesting plays, but Tesla, just to be clear, at 234 today, you would buy it because you think it's headed where? Well, I don't know exactly where it's headed, but I know where it but probably, higher. yeah. I, I don't think it's gonna go below like the 210-ish level. So one of the things that we do at Exponential is we'll oftentimes uh, sell puts at support levels and we would be selling puts at you know 205, something like that, maybe November strikes, collect a really nice premium on that, you know, get paid to wait. And if it goes to 210, you're buying Tesla at a great price. Yeah, understood, understood. And David, what do you like right now? I mean, we've had guests on recently like Ross Gerber. He was talking about BYD and Polestar. He had some other names on his list too. What do you like now, David? Well, not as sexy as EVs, but there's a lot of high quality so-called legacy names that are, are quite attractive because uh, when the um, broader market sells off on, on fears of a recession, that can create bargains from on anything from an EV name to a, the, the old school names like GM and Ford. Um, a couple other names that maybe are a little bit off the radar screen for some people would be um, some smaller cap stuff, particularly in the auto dealer space um, and also in the supplier space. Uh, CarMax and Gentex, two very high quality names that I cover. I like both a lot. CarMax just got obliterated last week, lost 25 percent in one day because of a very poor quarter. This is all, again, tied to the chip shortage because uh, when you've got uh, poor new vehicle sales, that leads to low used vehicle inventory and very high used vehicle demand, which causes you vehicle prices to absolutely skyrocket. And there's a huge uh, affordability problem that will eventually all unwind. And then when that happens, CarMax's margin should go up. They should get better scale. Even though their ASPs will go down, uh, their free cash flow should go up. And then there'll be a quarter where the market's very surprised and the stock will go up quite a bit. And they also have a very lucrative finance arm. Yeah, and they've had a lot of heavy trading just recently, too, after a gap down on earnings. And so we'll watch that one, CarMax, um, which three months, I'm just, I haven't had that up. It's up down about 30% year to date, down almost 50%. And it's at $66 today. It's very nice to see you both. Thank you very, very much. David Wiston, Morningstar, Kevin Riley, Exponential Investment Partners. Thank you.